0: Hello and welcome to my podcast, No President is Above FISMA Law. My name is James Patterson, the author and producer of this podcast. Today is October 14, 2020. Today we are listening to episode 36, titled... NPSAIS Modular Programming Coding Requirements-1 In anticipation of this episode, I created a flowchart This flowchart basically identifies everything required to be coded into every software module used by the National Pandemic Situational Awareness Information System. AKA I am first of all going to simply read through the flow chart from start to finish and again with emphasis on the matter of Identifying the requirements in coding a software module to be used by NPSAIS. I will, I will read through the flowchart now. Start, operator, start job module entry and housekeeping declare module id and job number declare and set job variables processing begins set trend count to zero get transaction else E O J trend count equal trend count plus one execution of job routines declare routine ID set routine variables execute routine Routine error checking and exit. Declare routine ID. Set routine variables. Execute routine. Routine error checking and exit. Declare routine ID. Set routine variables. Execute routine. Routine error checking and exit. Go to get transaction else EOJ. Trend count equal trend count plus one. Execution of routines, declare routine ID set routine variables, execute routine, routine error checking and exit, declare routine ID, set routine variables, execute routine, routine error checking and exit, declare routine ID, set routine variables, execute routine Routine error checking and exit. Get transaction else EOJ. EOJ store job variables. End. I have just finished... Doing a read-through of a flowchart which documents the coding requirements of any software module that will be used in the National Pandemic Situational Awareness Information System, a.k.a. NPSAIS. Now what I would like to do is, again, walk through the flowchart but amplify the understanding of each symbol. So to begin with, we start with the symbol START. The very first thing that happens to initiate the activation of a software module is a NPSAIS operator in the NPSAIS command center must select the job to be executed. When the selection of the job is done, the respective software module is activated and we are we go into the software module and in the coding there is the beginning code which uh, includes housekeeping where we declare the module ID and the job number. And the job number is a unique job number uh, to keep track of all jobs executed in the past and currently that job number helps to also troubleshoot um, problems that could occur. So we have entered the software module where in the housekeeping section, we next declare and set job variables. These are variables which will through the processing of transactions, start to store values of some sort. Next, we go into processing, where processing begins. What I mean by processing is a software module Will execute one or more routines. Each routine will perform a certain action to get a certain result. In a software module, there can be one or more routines. In this flowchart, I have the flowchart going through, through through, three routines, but there could be 15 routines, there could be 20 routines. What the flowchart illustrates is for every given routine that is executed in the software module, what are the um, symbols required to be associated with every routine to be executed. Now, as I mentioned, we're going into the processing mode of the software module, which is the execution of routines. We set transaction count to zero before we get the first transaction, so that we can increment the transaction count properly. So after setting transaction count or trend count equals zero, we move to the next symbol labeled, get transaction else EOJ. So the next symbol is trend count equal trend count plus one, meaning that since we got a transaction, we want to count that trans transaction. Now that we have the transaction, we want to execute the routines in the software module. So we begin by declaring the routine ID of the routine to be executed. Then we set the routine variables for that routine. Then we execute the routine. Then we do uh, routine error checking, which includes preparing and sending a problem report, a notification, or an alert if for some reason there was an error that occurred during the execution uh, of that routine within that transaction. Okay, so after the symbol labeled error, Uh, Routine error checking and exit, we move to the execution of the next routine. So the next symbol is declare routine ID, set routine variables, execute the routine, and routine error checking and exit. Again, if for any reason the routine failed to execute properly an alert or notification must be sent after the notification is sent the routine is ex- exited and we move forward to the execution of the next routine. We start again with the declaring the routine ID, setting the routine variables, executing the routine, and routine error checking and exit. Now, in the reading of the flowchart, I looped back and got a second, uh, a second transaction. And after getting the second transaction, the symbol tranCount equal count plus one. We, we add one because we got another transaction. After incrementing the trend count, we go to the execution of the routines. We start by declaring the routine ID to be executed. We set the routine variables, execute the routine. We do the routine error checking and exit. We move to the execution of the next routine and we start by declaring the routine ID, set routine variables, execute the routine, and routine error checking and exit. Then we move forward to the execution of the next routine. We start with declare routine ID, set routine variables, execute routine routine error checking and exit we then go to the symbol get transaction lcj and this time we go to eoj we uh, at the eoj symbol we go to the symbol store job variables then we go to the symbol end. This further explains the use of the variables in the software module. We have variables uh, that we use Uh, in order to handle error checking, transaction counts, and so forth. There will be more uh, episodes on the coding requirements for every software module used by NPSAIS because it is critical to completely understand what code must be in every software module. It is To me, based on experience, very uh, valuable to use modular programming um, in developing this NPSAIS software. But it is highly critical that anyone developing or doing the modular programming of the software modules, understand the required mandatory coding that must be part of the software module. Therefore, I will um, prepare one or more additional episodes focused on the the requirements um, of coding in NPSAIS software modules. This concludes this episode. Thanks for listening. Until next time.